The following is a Poppy Chulo Radio original program. The views and opinions expressed in the commentaries and or interviews in the following program are solely those of the individuals and are not views of Poppy Chulo Radio, its parent, affiliate, or subsidiary companies. Are You Afraid Freak Show, the unofficial American Horror Story Freak Show internet radio show exclusively on Poppy Chulo Radio. Today is Monday, January 19th, 2015, and I'm your host, Poppy Chulo. Here on Are You Afraid Freak Show, we're going to recap, review, and dissect the latest episode of the Hits FX series. We're also going to deliver directly to you the biggest news regarding American Horror Story freak show this is our penultimate episode we're recapping the penultimate episode of uh, american horror story freak show and uh, allow me to welcome you to poppy chulo's cabinet of curiosities of freaks and geeks unfortunately we're missing two freaks but uh, we've got two fantastic freaks for you tonight first up he volunteered at the wrong time and is now only half the man he used to be it's jonathan perkins Hey everyone, how are you? Are you doing well tonight? Um, All right, Eartha because kid. I'm not. I'm not. It's very Eartha Kid of you, Jonathan Perkins. Oh, thank you. Uh, what what does she do? Wow. Wow. <laughs> oh my God. Is that how she does it? I think wow. I just saw an owl vomiting. Like oh. Okay, I just wanted to make sure I have a great. Wow, wow. <laughs> this is too fucking much. <laughs> Moving right along, <laughs> and once that cold reading ass was dead, all she wanted was the jewelry and to bury the bitch. It's cat's meow. Yes, it is me. <laughs> I tried to do like one Angela of the Bassett. accents. Girl, oh. no, like. I, I don't no, know. you're much better when you're doing uh, Ethel Darling, our gay for pay bitch. I don't have time for you. Like, hi everybody. Hello. How are you? Like, I'm okay. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you. I'm glad <laughs> you're here. <laughs> it's too fucking much. God. Oh my lord. Unfortunately, deadly. You know, he's not here. He's actually, Deadly has a good reason. I think we all forget because we're all used to Deadly being just a co-host here, but he's actually a big damn deal in the music industry. And so he's actually at a charity concert type of thing. I think he's on doing like sound check right now. So shout out to Deadly. Oh shit. Hey Deadly. Right? Like, you're right. Like, like, I forget, like... We're talking, like, we're, like, chatting it up and laughing with, like, a celebrity. Deadly's, like, a big damn deal. So we're Like, that's crazy. Yeah, we're very yes, happy to have yes. him here Hi, on the station. And, I mean, uh, and even I knew about him before we started doing this. Even I knew the download. I know, you, you need know. to hook him up with Christina Aguilera <laughs> to do a, a track. They need to. Look, 
they can make some beautiful music together. But she's about to drop an album in 2015 that's supposed to come out. But I'm more interested. I'm interested in Christina Aguilera because she's my favorite singer. But now I'm interested in Jasmine Sullivan. I heard her album is supposed to be deep and mature. Well, that's good. We'll discuss all that on the Jasmine Sullivan show later on this season here on Bobby Chulo Radio. But uh, also a shout uh-huh. out to Prince Rico Suave, who's not with us tonight. But uh, let's dive into the show, and we're going to head under the big top and uh, shine a spotlight on the MVP of the episode, the most valuable player. So who's the character that impressed you the most and why? And much like last time, I'm going to pick Jonathan Perkins first because he typically doesn't have an MVP selected. Oh, God, he got my ass again. Got my ass once again. Um, now, I... Oh, God, MVP. Who the hell is it going to be tonight? I'm going to say, oh, God, even though she left a little bit earlier than expected, I'm going to go with Elsa. Um, and why? Because, because she finally, you know what? No, maybe I shouldn't go with Elsa. I didn't even think about this, Poppy. You want Marjorie, right? Damn it. Marjorie, Marjorie. no. I didn't like. I mean, I like Marjorie, but uh, I wanted to. I want to say it has to be one, one, or can it be a group? Okay, since it's our next to last episode, we'll break the rules for you, Jonathan Perkins. What's the group that you want to give the MVP the, to? The group of freaks that have. Um, they have that have taken the law into their own hands. It, they when I think they're the most valuable persons to each other because when it counts and matters, they come together and they do what they need to do. I did not think for a second that they would actually agree upon going to take Elsa out. Uh, so I I I want to say that. The MVP is the freaks themselves. Okay. Come together right here, right now. Cat's meow. Yes. Who's your MVP? Are you going to cheat like Jonathan Perkins and name a couple I'm going to cheat. I'm going to cheat because, like, at first, I didn't know who I was going to pick as my MVP. And then when he said that, I was like, oh, shit. I'm going to cheat, too. Because, like, <laughs> Jonathan Perkins is right. They, like, <clears throat> sorry, they took the the brunt of everything like they're still going through the changes like we're too busy caught up in everybody else's story when like they are the freak show so like everybody else is going around breaking rules and they're just like nope pause we don't do that shit here so i think that's cool that they're taking the law into their own hands and like they're becoming like not becoming they are a family they're showing how family like they can be so that's cool yeah. Okay. I'm going to give the MVP to uh, Elsa Mars. I really enjoyed her storyline this episode. Uh, we saw her, you know, being uh, uh, villainous, or not maybe villainous, but murderous at the beginning with Stanley and the knives. Then we saw her very vulnerable when. Uh, 
basically, you know, we were finding out more about uh, the um, the prostitution or whatever you want to call him, and then uh, we saw her, you know, really vulnerable at the end when she found out that her family was turning against her. So I enjoyed Elsa this episode. I don't know what the hell they're gonna do with her in the next episode, but I thought they did a really good job. I thought Jessica Lang did a really good job. Um, portraying Elsa in this episode a lot sort of showing different sides to the character all in one episode but I agree with you guys that the freaks really uh, you know deserve a spotlight as well so I'm glad you all mentioned the freaks thank you is this Jessica Lange's last season right supposedly oh okay I don't think so just because like I think that maybe she wants something new and exciting and she doesn't want to be pigeonholed but it's like you're really good like yeah. you're wherever like however you want to put it regardless if it's in a reoccurring tv show like you're still really good like you still are like getting um you're getting like accolades like people are noticing this even in it just being a tv show You know, like, just be happy that you have a platform that is a very popular platform to showcase such talent to a newer and much younger generation. Look at Cat's Meow spitting that knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying that. I agree. So she's not, like, for real, like, are you going to pass that money? Like, no shade, but there's not a whole lot of places, like, not places, there's not a whole lot of movies that are barking, you know? Like, I mean, she's a great actress, don't get me wrong, and she's been in lots of movies, and lots of movies I enjoy, but, like, Hush Hush was my shit, like, have you ever seen Hush? Jonathan Perkins? Everything, like, I loved it, I loved seeing her in Tootsie, like, I loved seeing her in just movies I never knew that she was in, and it's like, she's never changed, like, she truly has a talent. But at the end of the day, like I said, you don't have a lot of like offers coming your way, especially in this generation, what kind of movies we like to put out. And also with your age as well, like you're already a legend, like keep making that easy money. I want you to throw this lion bitch out of my house. What? Is that, is that how <laughs> she said it in Hush? Is well, that let's just she... say yes. Yeah, we'll I say think... yes. I think that's how she said it to Gwyneth Paltrow. And, uh, I think that's how she said it to her son. But anywho, I totally agree. Wait, but something about Jessica Lane playing all these different types of characters, she kind of reminds me of Meryl Streep, or Meryl Streep reminds me of her in the acting sense. Mm-hmm. You I know? can see that. So I'm wondering, have they ever done a movie together? I have no idea. That might be something for the Google Schmoogle. Yeah, I it would be nice to, because it seems like they had the same death. It makes the and it goes to show you about what it, um, how it is for, I guess who gets this role, who's hot right now, and what the actors actually want to do because I think that Jessica Lange could definitely be on a level with Meryl Streep. I mean, but Meryl, Meryl Streep is, oh, you know, she's bad. Right. She got like 18 Academy Awards. Okay. I don't think Meryl Streep is that 
good. Like for like no? she's good. Like she, don't get me wrong. Like she's good, but she's not that good. At least in my eyes. Like I loved her in Death Becomes Her. I loved her in um what's that movie where she's going through her husband? It's somebody and, and versus somebody. What is it again? Kramer oh, the versus one Kramer. Yes, Kramer versus Kramer. Oh. Like I guarantee you. Like I I'm not a mom. I've never been married. I've never been like nothing. But like that part at the end when she said, "How do I look?" and then like they, she was like had tears in her eyes. Like I started fucking crying. Like that movie is an emotional roller coaster. And I'm sure if I was a divorced single mom, I would have really like got me. But there's a, there's movies that she's not so great in. Like she bitch or she devil. There it is. And she devil. She was I not that good. I love she devil. I love, I love she devil movie. too, but she was not that good. There were a couple you of movies where so? she just didn't. She didn't express well, her talent so enough. Roseanne's movie than her movie. Like, yeah. all I know is the only thing that kept me watching that movie is because of Roseanne. And I don't even the mole like kept Roseanne. on moving. You said what? Because the mole kept on moving. Yeah, the mole kept moving. Like, she looked crazy as hell. She was wearing white bras with everything. Like, her <laughs> and that little dwarf, they were getting it. Like, they were, like, she was really getting it on for her husband. Like, she was really about to, like, I'm going to show you. I can break you. Like, I may burn some clam puffs, but I'll show you. That I'm not stupid. But I just don't think Meryl Streep is that good. I can never see Meryl Streep in a role like this. It's just... You don't think so? Oh, hell no. Like, she's too soft. Her roles are so... Her roles are so diverse, though. She's too soft. Meryl Streep's roles are so diverse. So I think she could take on something. Yes, they're diverse, but she's so soft. She's soft when she's mad. She's soft, like, of course, when she, like, gets mad, like... It's just like, damn, but like she's still soft. Like everything that she does is very soft. It's very eloquent. It's just very soft. Like it's just not hard enough. No, show enough emotion. Jessica Lange Lange has made me think that not only is the bitch that she played in the first one is a different person, but the nun that she played is a different person. Like they're all different characters to me. It's just like when you refer to them, you don't say Jessica Lange. You say Constance. You say such and such. You say Sister Jude. Like, you know what I mean? So you, like, I just feel like she was perfect. Like, Brian Murphy did a really good job. But that's just my opinion. I I love Meryl Streep. She's too soft. I think Meryl could pull it off. But I was thinking that if Jessica Lange was ever to leave, they could definitely call on Meryl. But Meryl's, like, high, what do you call it? Top billing. Yeah, no, they need to bring in so, Michelle Pfeiffer. That's just my opinion. Yes. Oh, yes. Michelle bring Pfeiffer Michelle would be Pfeiffer. excellent. Michelle Pfeiffer is like a fiercer-eyed, more tight-faced, younger Jessica Lange. And she looks great. She could have been her. the Catwoman in this past. Um, and she could have been the Catwoman again in this past uh, Batman movie. Yes, please. Like, if she wore the same suit, like, bring in Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. Hmm. That would be nice. Thank you, Poppy. You're welcome. So, somebody make it happen. Michelle Pfeiffer, American Horror Story, next season. So, let's jump into the episode. And this is our recap of episode 412, which was titled Showstoppers and aired January 14th, 
2015. Here's the official synopsis. Dandy gives the twins troubling information about Chester, Maggie vows to prove her loyalty to Jimmy, and the freaks enforce their harsh code of justice. So we're going to dive right into the episode, and it starts off with a party. Stanley arrives in the rain to a party that uh, Elsa has uh, crafted together with all the freaks to toast the new owner of the freak show, Chester. And basically he responds with the promise to do her proud. Marjorie, you know, gets a little sassy, and Elsa asks that he leave while they toast quote-unquote Richard Spencer, a.k.a. Stanley, for bringing her the Elsa Mars Hour and taking her to Hollywood. Elsa says that the feast will conclude with a film from her collection, and Susie hopes that it's not the signs of the cross. That's that's a shout-out to uh, Asylum, because that was Sister Jude's favorite movie. And the troupe explains oh. the plot of Freaks to Stanley. And basically, Amazon Eve and Paul, a.k.a. what Cat's Meow calls him, Tiny Hands, relishes... <laughs> in t- Why isn't he dead? ...in telling <laughs> him the tragic ending of betrayal against a betrayer. So he tries to leave, but basically they provide him with a gift that Desiree says she worked very hard on. And inside is the pickled head of the American Morbidity Museum director. Maggie explains that uh, she's told them everything and he pleads with Elsa. But she sends him to the throwing knife wheel. Eve spins him while Elsa throws. He continues to plead his case, but Elsa will have none. She has him taken down, and he's begging for his life, basically yelling out that Elsa killed Ethel. No one's paying attention to him at that moment. He goes on to the run. He gets stabbed in the leg. He's hunted by the troop and pursued under a wagon where he screams as the freaks approach. So we're going to pause right here, and I want to talk all about this opening scene. What did everyone think? Do do you all think this was very appropriate for Stanley? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Stand that toupee wearing gap tooth motherfucker. I just... I just don't understand. Like, I don't understand how his character lasts this long. Like, lasted this long. I, I just... Ugh. Ugh. Thank you. Thank you. That's what I like. I was cheering the freaks on the entire time. I was happy that I was just happy that they were gonna uh, find he's finally gonna get what he deserves. You're you're killing innocent people and you're making money off of their bodies. Um, You're just a despicable evil. You're just a devil. You know, you're just a devil. And um, I was happy that they got him, but I was pretty, I was mad that they made us wait to see what they did with him. I was kind of happy with that. I was like, oh my God, what do you think about that new pet? So, but anyway, I, I, um, I, uh, I like that again, and this goes to show that, um, they all when they all come together to handle what needs to be handled I really like that you know a lot Mm -hmm. 
I agree with both of you. It was an interesting way to start the episode, and, and it was a, an interesting way to keep us dangling, like trying to figure out exactly what happened, because we had no clue what the hell happened to Stanley until the very end, which we'll be discussing a little bit later. So continuing on with the episode, though, the, the next scene basically has uh, Elsa, she's nursing the, the hidden Jimmy and uh, basically telling him that they all killed Del. And he's angry and vengeful, especially at, against Maggie. And also says that Maggie is responsible for saving them with her honesty, basically, if she wouldn't have come forward with anything, that uh, they all could be dead. And, uh, you know, he's very pissed off and uh, annoyed that Maggie's going to be the one that's going to be caring for him. And um, Elsa has located Massimo Dolcefino to assist him. Basically, he's going to be crafting new hands for Jimmy, much like he crafted Elsa legs. So Maggie begins by cleaning the stumps and changing the bandages. You know, she wants a clean start and insists that her love for him was real and he blames her for the loss of his hands. She says that she's going to make it all right, but he says that without resurrecting Mapetite, she should prepare to leave. So Elsa, she meets up with her old friend uh, at the big top and they get ready to go uh, to Jimmy to uh, see what, what magic he can do with his prosthetics. Meanwhile, the twins and Chester have sex under Marjorie's gaze. They ask Yummy. that they ask that she right, right? <laughs> what a fucking weirdo yes. <laughs> they ask that she be put away just this once and he agrees and tosses her to the side takes her down to the floor before they continue later chester discusses his relationship with marjorie and she calls him a murderer she reminds him that she's a doll and she's incapable of murder she also reminds him that the twins will have to go so that they can always be together mm. yeah penny she uncovers a picture of Ethel in her Barnum days, and the rest of the troop discuss Stanley's accusation against Elsa, and they all agree that it must be true. So they basically all decide that Elsa has to go. And Dandy, late at night, invades the twins' tent, claiming he has new information for them, and that his mother had died. They basically you know are like what the hell are you doing here we don't want to hear anything from you but he insists that he has changed and comes in friendship he offers them protection including a folder that has all this information on chester because he's not the man that they think he is they both basically spurn him and they say that they will never trust him we'll never trust you and he leaves the file with them so we're going to take a break right here and i want to get everyone's opinions on jimmy and maggie uh elsa and massimo dolcefino and the twins and chester marjorie and the freaks plans and of course dandy so uh cats me out you can go first okay I did, I really, 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 really did not really care for the whole, like, interaction with Jimmy thing, because I kind of forgot about him, to tell you the truth. Like, I I forgot all about him in this episode. Like, I just, I don't know, I just didn't really give a shit. Um, what was the other part? The the twins having sex, dandy. Oh, oh, next. Like, I'm so tired of just seeing the twins attempting or trying to and eventually Punch having him. sex. 
I just don't care. Like, I thought it was weird as hell that Marjorie was sitting. She was really, like, eyeing them, though. Like, she was mean. Like, she was. She was like, what you doing ride my dick? Like, that's what she... <laughs> <laughs> that's what she said. Like, yeah. That's what she looked like. I was just like, okay, girl. And when they said, when they asked, like, can you please put her away? I was like, yes, get your dick, but get your dick with dignity. I don't let fucking stuffed animals watch me while I'm getting my dick. So what makes you think I'm going to let your creepy ass, but I don't know, form of expression get in the way of me getting my dick? Like, you're weird, man. Like, put her away. Ugh. So that was funny, but I'm just like, ugh. I don't have time for that. Gross. What about Dandy and? Uh... I don't want to get started on Dandy because why are you still here in this? Why are you still here? Like, there's never in a million years that I thought that we would end the season with Dan, like with Dandy still being a part of the fucking series. Like, I thought he would have been dead a long time ago. I never would have guessed. I'm not very happy about it. It's just, ugh. Can't you? Uh, can't you see that nobody wants you? Can't you see? And you continue. Like, has he been killing people lately? Because he's just awfully happy. But he's so weird. And remember when he blew that kiss in her face and she, like, twitched? Yeah. <laughs> she was trying to, she was like, trying to, like, like avoid it. what are you it. doing? You're a fucking weirdo, dude. I just, uh, but he's talking about, I I wanted to see them uh, have protection for you. So I made sure I made, I made sure so he wasn't this and that. Like, girl, you're fucking crazy. He is so crazy. Like, uh, talking about his mom died of a fortunate event. I just died. I couldn't. Fuck. I hate that guy. I'm really upset he's still part of the TV show. Mm-hmm. If he was on the haves and the have-nots, Candace Young would have killed him already. Like, I'm just saying, like, uh, yeah. That show is still on? <laughs> that was like oh, the wow. biggest shade. Yes, they, yes it is. It is. <laughs> that was so wrong. Perkins. No, I mean, I, I don't watch it too much. I mean, I be watching Ayanla Fix My Life every time I see uh, that episode where DMX cuss her out. I no, you like, need to DMX see the one with uh, Evelyn L- um, Lozado. You are not your shoes. You are not your shoes. She said that? Yes. I heard her say, you are a bully. You are a bully of woman, or whatever. No, like, she tells I, Evelyn, I you are not your shoes. Didn't she throw a shoe? Or was it had a champagne bottle? I think that was a champagne bottle. I don't know. Jonathan Perkins, what did you think of Dandy? What did you think of the twins, Marjorie, Jimmy? Uh, Jimmy, um, Jimmy, uh, let's see. Gosh, I didn't think about Jimmy either. <laughs> I guess since he lost his hands, it's not much for me to look at anymore. Oh wow! So, um, I I didn't at really think too much about. Out. Yes, I told you guys I I was after his hands from the get go. Okay, you better go get um, that jar. Yes, could you imagine? Oh my god! No, we're trying not to. Oh. Did you just throw up rainbows? Yes, in your face. Oh, oh okay. Um, we all love rainbows, so I'm going to just accept that. Butterflies in the and, sky. Yes. 
Um, oh, God. Oh, let me look at my notes. What the hell did I write about Jimmy ass? I don't think I wrote anything about Jimmy. Oh, um, she, um, Elsa, she, Elsa tells Jimmy that, she tells Jimmy that Dell is dead and whatever, right? Yes. And she wants uh, Maggie to sit, I guess, sit there, change his bandages or whatever, so they could go grow closer. Don't tell me what type of bullshit she was um, doing. But anywho, I was just, what brought me to, not mostly about Jimmy, but mostly about Elsa and Desiree. Do you think Desiree really wanted to kill Elsa as well because she killed Del? Because I didn't get that feeling from her in the past episodes that she wanted to kill Elsa. No, she wanted to kill and her then, because of our favorite gay for pay bitch, Ethel Darling. Because, of, But I don't think it was because of Ethel. I'm not, oh, oh, you know what? I think I'm reaching. I'm reaching. Let me not reach. Huh. Okay. But, because uh, I, I just, you know, I just didn't think that um, she was, uh, that she wanted to kill uh, Elsa because of, because of Del. But who knows? Uh they did grow quite close together now that you mentioned that Ethel and Desiree did. So I guess you could be right, Poppy. Thank you for I'm telling me. I'm always right. That. You're welcome. Oh, oh, okay. The twins have a sex. I thought, I even though I said yummy in your little monologue and whatever, um, the twins have a sex and then Marjorie as was like dead as looking at them have sex that really that really creeped me out you don't like really having your, your stuffed animals watch you hell to the, I don't even own a stuffed animal ain't no stuffed animals in here but the cats and they asses better be under that bed when I have company over when I have guests over they better know do not disturb do you not have the right, card Buffy? anymore I still have it, but I just like to talk that way just in case one day. Aww. I just don't know how I'm going to lose it, though, but who knows. We'll get one of the so, homies for you. Hopefully, y'all can get somebody, but I'm going to I'm gonna have to tighten everything up first. Tighten up all this, you know. This, uh, we don't know. Kind of, I don't know. Take some Omega Beast what is it omega omega what i forget some fish oil or some bullshit yeah but anyhow he said omega <laughs> what that stuff is supposed to tighten the skin up after i lost so much weight it's um some parts of it it's just not not retracting the way it should be Cats although it is omega all over her body you do girl like well, no, like, I do try to eat stuff that has omega-3s in it every day, though. Oh, they said it's best take it orally. I never knew you could put it on your skin. No. <laughs> shut up, Poppy. Like, Cat to me, I was very oral. Like, shut Ooh. up, because you're confusing him. Like, Really? I, I don't think that it's okay to rub oil in your skin, but no, don't do that. 
okay, then I'll just start taking it. Because I've seen people that have taken that and their skin is very beautiful. I also wanted to try the biotin, but I haven't I haven't really gotten on to that type of stuff yet anyways since my um my weight loss. I don't know if you guys see my before pictures on my Facebook, but you could see the difference in my weight loss. Um congratulations on the weight loss. Thank you. I'm down 120 pounds so far. That's um, a, that's a young petite woman. Yes, I have a hundred more to go. So we'll see how this all turns out. But anywho, back to the twins having sex. Uh, I thought it was very creepy that Marjorie S was um uh was watching. Them. I just I thought it was too dark. She reminded hot. me of that damn. You did, but I just she no, reminded me of that Annabelle doll. Oh, she is Annabelle. Yeah, I agree. Like she Annabelle's reminded me mother. of Annabelle. Yeah, like I guess maybe they stole that from whoever, but um, whoever. Where I mean, actually, that Annabelle doll is a real doll. The 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 yeah, the real doll. The museum is close Ann. by. It's no, it's close. It's close to where I live. It's in Connecticut. It's like 40 minutes away. You better go there and so, do an investigative report for us. He, uh-uh. Hell no. Uh-uh. Because they said some shit when my girls was going to go and visit. They was like that you can't take any crucifixes, nothing religious or nothing like that because you might walk out with something you don't want. I said, what? I said, uh-uh. I'm not going there. I said, God be with y'all. Jesus protect you. Okay, I can't be down with that type of shit. I go in there and somebody decides to take a ride on me and and Isn't I bring something back home with me. Uh-uh. No, thank you. So, but anywho, uh, I talked about the twins having sex. That that creeped me out. It, it, the sex part was good, but, but the fact that Marjorie was watching... Huh? What? Ain't nobody taking a ride on you, though. What did you say? So let's jump back in to the episode, and we have Elsa. She's with Jimmy again and with Massimo, and basically she injects him with penicillin while they basically talk about the prosthetics. And Jimmy wants functional hooks, although he won't be able to jerk off with them. Right, uh, Jonathan Perkins? No, he won't. So sad. So sad. Yes, but Elsa convinces him of the elegant function, you know, of uh, the prosthetics by showing him her legs. She basically they were nice and smooth. Yes, no termites. That her legs are like super fucking like polished. Like they look like a really nice like high end kitchen table, like dining table. Yes. <laughs> It was polished to death. I was expecting, like, like I don't know, when someone's got wood floors and they haven't polished them in a while. But hers was like, you would think. her legs were on fleek. Is that what the kids say these days? Girl, I do not know. <laughs> probably. I don't even know what, what that means. I heard that saying before. That's probably what the kids are saying. The shit they come up with these days, I don't even understand that. And I like to think of myself as young 
you know, whatever, but I don't even hang out. What? I know, right? So basically, she says that she trusts him and would have married Shade. him, but he says that his sin was loving her too much, and he tells that he hunted down her Nazi assailants, and their leader is dun, 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 Dr. Hans Gruber from the asylum i thought so i fucking thought so i fucking thought so that was the first thing that came out of my mind out of my goddamn mouth when i like when i saw the episode and i was just like that's that dude from asylum that's that fucking weird ass dude from asylum nobody listen and you were right congratulations katsumiya you were right thank you you're welcome and uh, basically, you know, he was he was trying to kill Hans Gruber. He was the last one left. But Hans Gruber caught him at the end and tortured him for months. Massimo escaped to Austria and eventually America in 1947. And he says that he, he now has no love to give her due to his psychological trauma. The next morning, Chester... Aww. I know, aw. The next morning, Chester lays out the new sequence for the show, and they debate whether or not to believe the file... The twins debate whether or not to, to believe the file uh, while insisting that they no longer want to be his assistants. So he says that the new change-up change will be to saw them in half. They're no longer going to be assistants. And they're like, no, we don't want you to sell us in half. We're leaving right now. And so Maggie offers to take their place. <laughs> and while he runs through the trick with her, he imagines that she is Lucy. And then Alice, you know, his uh, dead wife and his, his dead wife's lesbian lover. And his dysfunction is apparent to everyone. Mm-mm. And he's like, everybody leave. We're doing through a run-through. And so he imagines that it's a real show. And then he also even imagines um, Maggie as Marjorie. And he adds um, manacles to her feet, making it impossible for Maggie to escape. And while Marjorie laughs, he saws Ma Maggie in half in front of the freaks and a delusional Chester. I know. And a delusional Chester thinks he can put the sod corpse back together and, you know, magic. And he realizes he can't. He runs off. And Desiree says that Maggie had it coming. And all she wants is her jewelry and to bury the bitch. Chester follows Marjorie, who says that <laughs> she will leave without him now that he's screwed up again. And he imagines stabbing Marjorie to her death. So Jimmy has a flashback. To his juggling debut in Elsa's show in 1946 in Dayton, Ohio, introduced by Ethel Darling. He was nervous, but she urged him to show what makes make you proud of me. And Amazon Eve enters to inform Jimmy of Maggie's death, and she also says that Elsa is the next to die that night. They examine the plans for Jimmy's new hands, and Amazon Eve expresses how happy she is for his new life. The twins... Enter Elsa's caravan, and they gasp at her legs, and they warn her that the troop has been plotting to kill her for Ethel's murder and urge her to leave tonight to anywhere but there. And they say that they are even for having saved each other. In Ethel's caravan, Desiree's there, and she says it's time. She chug chug a lug chug a lugs and leads the charge into the rain with a broken bottle. And they find that Elsa's tent is deserted with the record playing. Later on, we see Elsa's in her car, 
and Dandy arrives, and he gives her money, and she gives him an envelope. Later on that night, a whole bunch of stuff happens that night. Chester walks into the police station saying that he's there to report a young lady's murder. He confesses as they unwrap the um, the blanket. They unwrap the dummy. And he says that he wants the electric chair. The next morning, Dandy arrives to claim his prize. Elsa has sold him the show of $10,000 in cash. And he admits that show business is his dream and asks Paul to give him a lemonade. And he looks over the big top, imagining the possibilities, takes a bow. From the stage, he hears muffled noises and finds a mutilated Stanley, legless, armless, and tongueless, in a chicken coop, in a chicken coop as the new Meep. And... Closing out the episode, Massimo presents Jimmy his new hands, fashioned into his familiar lobster claws, and Jimmy sincerely thanks the craftsman. So, good grief. So much happened towards the end. I want to get everyone's opinions on the craziness of Chester, Maggie, R.I.P., Dr. Hans Gruper, Dandy now owning the freak show, and Elsa traveling to Hollywood. Uh, so, uh... I'll start off with Jonathan Perkins. All I kept thinking about was Chester's crazy motherfucking ass. I'm just as happy that they could see that he was insane. I was kind of sad for... Her. Oh, <laughs> why am I laughing if I'm sad? I was kind of sad for Maggie <laughs> that she got sawed in half by uh, Chester. You know, but kind of, you know, even though she did tell the truth um, with what happened to the freaks, which was going to happen to the freaks and all that, I still felt like they felt she needed to be killed for having, having played a part in it, you know, no matter how much redemption she was looking for. Um... Uh, but Chester, I'm just happy that they saw that he was crazy. And then his motherfucking ass. Like, when we saw that episode when um, when D&D had stolen Marjorie. And he ran to the cops talking about she's gone. My Marjorie is gone and all that. Then he right. went into the police. What? Right, girl. He also said, he's like, oh, she told me about everything. About the murders. And it's just like so... Is she a real person? I think Dandy just had the information and used it because he spied on him, I believe, and and used his his craziness against him. Because, like, then he goes into the police, the police department saying, I killed her, I killed her. And they unwrap the fucking blanket, it's fucking Marjorie ass. The doll in there. I was right. like, this covered crazy as a bitch. Covered in blood. And then when they open it, it's Marjorie. And he's like, oh, cool. I can't, like, I would have been like, sir, you need to sit the fuck down. You need to really? sit the fuck down. And I'm also <laughs> mad about that he tried to push them two boxes together talking about it's magic. No, you are sick. You are sick. You just sick. saw the girl in half in front of a bunch of people. You are sick. Yeah. It, it's, yeah, he's sick. So, um, uh, I, and as I said before, I, I was kind of sad to see Maggie go, even though she did all she needed to do to help them or whatever. I was kind of see Dr. Hans, you know how you just hate it 
when the bad guys get away. That's how I felt about him. That's how I felt about him. I just I was hoping that he would um they would uh, uh what was the the doctor the prophetic doctor Massimo Oh that's how you say it Oh um Massimo I I was hoping that he would get him but I just hate it when the bad guys get away Would you like Dandy to be your boss No So you would leave the freak show it would depend on how he is as a boss. Like, all that screaming and yelling and all that. I don't take too kind to that shit. You might catch an ass whooping. I might be in jail. You know? What about um, Stanley? Stanley? No. No, no, no. If what about him? Like, what did you think of him as the little Be- ape? Oh, I thought that was so... I was like, that's what your ass get. I was like, look at... I was like, look at Stanley. He's a new pet. But I didn't know he was a new Meep. So does that mean that Meep was... Um... Oh, gosh. No. Does that mean that Meep ended up the way he ended up as punishment as well? No. Oh. Okay. I was just wondering. But I was like, that's what his basket. I was happy to see. They don't they cut off all his limbs and his t- oh my god, that shit was out of this world. I was like, oh my god, but that's what um what you get, you know. Um uh they didn't even give you the pleasure of dying. You had to live your life like this for the rest of your life because of what you did, and I'm happy about that. Sometimes I think uh, when pe- when people do bad things, they don't need a death penalty. They need to be tortured. At all costs. All right, North Korea. So, I mean, no, don't call me at all. I'm not, just be happy I'm not a dictator, you know? Because some of y'all asses, some of y'all asses would be on punishment right now. Like, like Christina punishment. Aguilera. No, she wouldn't be on punishment. She wouldn't be on punishment. Like Willow in season five? You mean season six? You mean season six, episode 21, 22, and 23? There you go. (laughs) Yes, yes. When she turned dark. Um, But yeah, I was was happy. But um, as for Elsa selling... um, the the freaks to dandy i don't know what she expects to do with that do, do we know if um elsa knows that dandy was the other no, clown uh, or if he that da- if he's a killer she doesn't know any of that she doesn't know any of that hmm. i'm trying to think why would she sell him the freak show because he's rich and she needed money to get out of town Exactly. Oh, that's true. But she already sold it to. Yeah, Chester. that's what I was thinking too. Maybe well, she realized be... he was fucking. Crazy. Yeah, I think she realized that dude was nuts. Oh. All right. But anywho, um, uh, back to uh, I, I'm anxious to see because we already seen the future. Also, has made it. 
So I'm hoping we'll see the she that. Um, yeah, that'll be interesting to see. Because she's gone. I was like, yeah, it's like she's gone now. So what is this? I hope I hope the last episode. You know how like True Blood was like they would do like the season finales, and it would be like the last episode was like the most boring episode of the season. I just hope this is not going to be like that. <laughs> you know? That's what I felt like, like happened last season. Like, I feel like they rushed everything. I just wish that if they do an hour and a half for the season premiere, they should do an hour and a half for the season finale because they, they added a lot. They added like two more characters, even though they took a bunch away. You still need to deal with the fact that I hate the fact that they were just like, we're going to kill Elsa. Like, everybody knew Elsa was going to get away because when they showed Pepper's story, they showed Elsa on a Time magazine talking yeah. about she's still on TV ratings doing good. So, obviously, she succeeds at what she was trying to do. So, they blew that entire fucking thing. Hmm. I'm just like, I don't know where they're going with this. I don't know where they're going with this. And I, I'm like, I guess it's a good thing. But at the same time, it's just like, God damn. Like, could you guys just really, just really explain what the fuck is going on? Like, I'm mad that they didn't have much of the, like, amp- the, the amputee limbs guy making, not making more stuff. But I really liked the interaction between him and Elsa's character. It was kind of Me cute. too. Remember it how they seemed met? like they was very in love. Like, dramatic and shit like I wish that's how I could hug my fiance every day like underneath like lighting and fucking sepia fucking tones and shit mm-hmm. you can they put Vaseline casino. on the lens like a Barbara Walters like, interview right? like I want everything to look smooth and fuzzy but like I'm excited to see where this where the next episode is going to be but I'm just like ugh you guys have so much to explain. Like, how is Paul still alive? <laughs> well, his girlfriend is a Paul. nurse. Like, no, oh, that bitch is a candy striper. Oh, yeah, she's a candy striper. Yeah, she's she just gets the magazines. Medicine. Paul needed some medicine, but she don't not. She can fucking hand out Dixie cups full of fucking medicine to save her life, but that bitch don't know how to treat no damn stomach wound. She's the amazing and great lizard girl that hands out pills. She don't know how to oh sew up wounds. God. How is Paul still alive after a stomach wound? Let's not forget, this is like the late 1940s, early 50s. Like, if you got, like, if you were like that, like, if you got hit in the stomach, like, bitch, you were dead. Mm-hmm. But it's, um, oh, who was I just thinking about? Uh, that's why I was saying that this season seemed a little bit rush and thrown together i guess that's why i'm more like you guys explained to me that this the way these seasons are done is they write and produce each episode as the season progresses they don't uh just they don't shoot at first and then go back to the editing room and work out the kinks and all that stuff and this shouldn't be that way and all this stuff like that um so i guess that's where that would be a good thing if they actually, because this um, American Horror Story only comes on uh, once a year, right? Mm-hmm. So they can take the time out to to work out all those kinks because it did seem rushed to me. Yeah. You know. 
Cat's Meow, what's your opinion on everything that happened from Elsa to Dandy to Chester to uh, to Jimmy with his new flippers? Jimmy's got some cool hands, but I'm a little disappointed that they gave him like I'm happy that they gave him lobster hands, but it just his hands look like pieces of ginger. Like hunks of ginger, like they don't actually look like hands. So I was kind of hoping that they would have like gave Jimmy hands, like like actual wooden hands, like those modeling dolls that are wooden. I was expecting his hands to look like that. <laughs> but oh, like, wow. I don't know. Like, I thought that was cool. Um, I liked how much like he he made them into the lobster hands. So that meant a lot, obviously. I'm really, I was really hoping that the freaks would have looked through Ethel's um, trailer because I was hoping that they would find like an extra letter she left behind or some bullshit I don't know but I liked it all I never left a letter before like she should have wrote two fucking letters like you know how sneaky this bitch can be but like I liked (laughs) everything I'm just ready for the season finale so I I liked everything I just hope Dandy like steps in a pot of hot boiling oil or grits whatever comes first what did you think of Stanley? No, I didn't like that. Like, they should have just, you know what they should have did? They should have fucking, like, hacked him up and then cut off his penis and sent that to the American Morbidity Museum. That's what I thought (laughs) they were going to do. OMG. (sighs) Well, then there's that. (laughs) I'm sorry, I just, um... A little bit under the weather today. <laughs> what? Hello? Yes. Oh, you were. You guys are being quiet. Like, <laughs> don't be quiet like that, because then I start questioning things. Okay. I enjoyed the ending of the episode. I'm still, much like all of you, very confused as to why Dandy is alive. And if he doesn't get his comeuppance in the next episode, I I think that's going to suck. Big time. Uh, was that, was that my cue to make sucking noises? No, that's never your cue to make sucking noises. Oh, shade. For the gods. Oh, oh, oh my god. And on that note, join us next time for the season finale (laughs) of Are You Afraid Freak Show. You can download this episode and many more by visiting poppychuloradio.com slash archives. Registered users will gain access to the Poppy Chulo Radio archives of previously aired broadcasts. Please like us on Facebook by going to facebook.com forward slash PCR Are You Afraid? You can also like Poppy Chulo Radio on Facebook by going to facebook.com forward slash Poppy Chulo Radio. You can email us with any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns at contact at poppychuloradio.com co-host can you please wish listeners a good night and sweet dreams um I don't know about all that sweet dreams mess but everybody have a good night uh, I want everyone out there to enjoy your night sweet dreams and moist cupcakes Oh, yeah, too. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Join us 
next week for the season finale of Are You Afraid Freak Show. Good night, everyone.